2: Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. In this episode, we're going to talk about games three and four of the Astros and White Sox. Give you our players of the series and Coach Rose Award winner. Take a look at the pitching matchups versus the Braves. And then, of course, five all-new fair fouls. Joining me once again from Bourbon and Baseball. We loved her the first time. Let's bring her back. Susie what's up
1: good morning how are y'all and I say y'all as if you have a mouse in your pocket Rob but you know
2: I, they... I thought you were talking to the people listening and I was like they they can't answer you uh, well, that's okay no, folks
1: I, I like to pretend I like to pretend that maybe we can have a a conversation maybe. I
2: think they will answer you we just won't know
1: okay that's true well they can hit us up on Twitter though that'll be fun
2: all right so the last episode, right? We said uh, we were both. I don't know how confident we are. We were, but we both sort of predicted that the Astros would win both of these games, and they did.
1: Thankfully, yes. Thankfully, that third game got had me had me a little worried, though. Not gonna lie, had me a little worried.
2: It really did. When I went to. Uh, I guess before the fourth game, I was thinking, you know what? With all these low-scoring games, somebody's just going to score a ton of runs in the fourth game. And I wish I would have, like, tweeted it and got some credit for that. But I wasn't that confident.
1: <laughs> I mean, I thought that we were going to – I thought the bats were going to break out. I did not I did not think that the bats were going to break out into a football score. I, I was not expecting a football score for a baseball game, but you know, I'll, I'll take it. I just I want I want all of Astros Twitter and Astros community just to be cognizant of the fact that we scored 21 runs yesterday. So therefore, our bats will be silent for just a little while 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 we recharge or something because that's I I, I really. I enjoyed the breakout game. I just
2: mm-hmm. I'm
1: not looking forward to the shutouts that well they
2: they showed their record it was something like one and nine when they scored ten or more records, but I haven't seen the stats for when they scored twenty one runs
1: are there is is the pool of of information that large though to see <laughs> i don't I don't think it is i don't I don't know. I think the last time we we scored, what, 20, 23 runs against the Orioles in 2019 or something. Yeah. I think I, I don't know. I'll have to go back and look and see what what we did the next game.
2: I think they could have scored 23 runs yesterday, but they I... weren't they weren't even trying. They weren't oh, yeah, trying no. to score. They're like, OK, we're <laughs> what do you think about the position player thing? Because, I mean, I mean, everybody except who was that? Myers?
1: myers and dubon
2: myers (laughs) hit into a double play or something he's the only ones that couldn't hit the guy
1: myers struck out swinging Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: i don't i don't i don't know how i feel about that because i do i do love me some baby jake however how do you strike out swinging on a again i say this with the athletic ability of a nat so how do you strike out swinging at a 56 mile an hour what quote-unquote fastball because that's what that's what apparently it was clocked as a 56 mile an hour fastball, and then I felt like de Bond, They just kind of ran him out there and just said, "We gotta end this. Just don't, just swing it, whatever, and hopefully it ends this."
2: Yeah, there was also like a wild pitch, and Vasquez was batting, and he told Tucker, "Whoa, whoa, 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 don't, don't,
1: don't. yeah, don't, don't come in, don't come in. just, just stay there. It's okay."
2: So we, we got a few. Guys. So we got a few news items. Altuve said he was going to play in the World Baseball Classic for Venezuela. Do you watch that? I think it's pretty exciting. So
1: I am a recent convert to baseball. So the the last World Baseball Classic, I was not a fan of baseball. So this upcoming one will be my first one. And I'm very, very, very excited to watch all of the games. I don't care if I have to wake up at 3 a.m. to watch any of these games, but I will be doing it.
2: And then Omar Lopez, Astro's first base coach, will be the manager, and Luis Garcia is pretty much begging to get on. I don't know I if know. he's going to get on or not.
1: I don't I don't know. maybe maybe if if Mad Luis Garcia shows up a little bit more, we can he'll he'll get a, get a spot.:
2: So Wednesday, we had Framer Valdez starting, 20 straight quality starts, one away from the record. This is the first time someone's had 20 quality starts in a row since Jacob de Grom in 2000. How amazing is Framber Valdez been?
1: I know. I, and that's not a name that you expect to be put up there with, you know, if if you're talking about the Astros starting rotation, Framber Valdez is probably not the one that you would pick out of the lineup to say, oh, hey, if I were to tell you someone is going to get a record up there with Jacob de Gram, which one of these pitchers do you think it would be? Not Framber Valdez.
2: No, but he's doing it. I love it. But let's get into this scary game of game three. We took the lead early. Alvarez had a sack fly, brought in uh, Altuve. Mancini had a sack fly in the top of the fourth. The Ordon came in. And then Chaz had an RBI double, brought in Tucker. We're up three to zero, feeling pretty good. And then uh, in the bottom out of the the fourth inning, uh, Moncada had an RBI double. And then Framber loaded the bases, and he got the Sox to ground into a double play. The runner scored from third, and then he got out of it. That was a big, big inning there with the Astros only leading three to two.
1: Yeah, that, that made me very uncomfortable. Very, very, very uncomfortable.
2: So Framber went, oh, my bad. Oh,
1: sorry, go. No, 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 I, I was just going to say Frammer, I just had to inject myself into this because it was, he made me uncomfortable.
2: it it was right
1: it was very uncomfortable and i had to fold laundry because i was so uncomfortable and i couldn't even enjoy it just sitting on my couch i had to work off all of the nervous energy i had so i folded a bunch of laundry and my husband was thrilled (laughs) because
0: i folded laundry laundry.
2: all right so framber seven innings seven hits two runs three walks six strikeouts picks up win number 12 ERA of 272 Stanek had a hit and a walk and a strikeout. Presley, two strikeouts. Save number 24. The Astros had five hits. The offense still wasn't there, but they scored one run enough to win the game. Alvarez was one for two with a walk. He had an RBI, and the Astros were one for two. This is how pathetic the offense was. One for two with runners in scoring position. They left five on base. Thank God for Framber and thank God for that double play
1: exactly. exactly. I like I said, I it, that game made me very uncomfortable, and then I was so so stressed out that all of the laundry got folded.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so Thursday was Luis Garcia pitching, and this was the Houston Texans versus the Chicago Bears. right. And I don't even know if I can go over I don't know if I have time to go over all this. <laughs>
1: Just a brief, just a a brief overview of of, of but, all of it.
2: But my boy Trey Mancini had a home run. Beg- Bregman had a two run double. Tucker had an RBI single. Chaz had an RBI single. Altuvi, RBI single. Yuli ground out. We scored Altuve Alvarez RBI double. Alex Bregman two run homer. I'm out of breath and we're up ten zero. Yep. Bottom of the fifth, Moncada, three-run homer, ten-to-three. And I was thinking, uh-oh. Top of the sixth, Bregman, another two-run homer, twelve-to-three. Bottom of the sixth, Sox grounded into a double play. Run scored from third, it was twelve-to-four. And then it got pretty ugly after that. Bregman, Yuli uh, had an RBI single. I don't, I don't even need to say it all. They scored a ton of runs off of a off of a uh, position player pitching, they got to boost their stats. Except the guys we mentioned earlier. Overall, it was a fun game. I I woke up; and it was seven to zero because my my phone kept giving me alerts, and uh,
1: right.
2: And so I I was like, wow, man, I might as well wake up. And I looked at my phone. And I said, babe, it's seven to nothing. So I got up and watched it. and It was pretty fun. It's pretty fun to watch a shellacking like that. After the the defense is, I mean, the defense, but the, the offense is asleep for three games.
1: It was, but I, for me, if you, if I did not watch the game and just looking at the score and seeing that it's 21 to five, you would think that it was, it was just easy breezy. Right. But I felt, I mean, we, the White Sox loaded the bases three different times. Yeah. In three, di- in three different innings with three different pitch, you know, it was, it was, it was more uncomfortable than one would think in a high scoring game like that. But, you know, thanks sweet baby Jesus that we did get out of it because we wouldn't have the super awesome football score that we had.
2: <laughs> yeah. I almost forgot, you know, it's because I, I know, and just looking off the notes, I can't really remember exactly when it happened, but I guess it was somewhere around when I said, "Oh no!" and it was, and it was like they were flirting with it. They were flirting with blowing this, but got away from them. They put in the uh, position player. We we steamrolled them. Luis Garcia went five innings, gave up three runs on seven hits. He had four walks. I think there was a lot of walks too in that game.
1: There, there were, and there were a lot of close, close calls that did not, did not um, go our way. Well, I yeah, I say go our way. The the zone was the zone was interesting, but just just to <laughs> put it out there, the, I mean, it was it was more ghost like than than one would hope.
2: Maton gave up two hits, and he had two walks. Gave up a run. Smith had a hit and two walks. He gave up a run. These two guys, we'll get into it later, but definitely the weak links in the bullpen. Uh looked look really good i didn't have faith in him but my faith in him is growing every game three strikeouts montero this is what you do you give him a chance in a game that you know really doesn't matter too much he had two strikeouts and no runs
1: right <clears throat> he has a bad
2: game you don't throw him in in a one-run game you don't do that
1: right i i and they and they were talking about on the broadcast as well you know they were they were wondering you know this high leverage pitcher why are you going to put in the high leverage pitcher in in this situation and i i really do feel like it was the the soft landing spot that maybe he needed to kind of get his confidence back and i'm not saying that his confidence was shaking cuz i'm sure that as a as a pitcher you realize you're going to have some bad outings but you know it it's got it's got to feel good to not have that that pressure and then to just okay well you know if mistakes happen which hopefully they won't i we can get out of it, you know, and just to kind of have that mindset of, let me just make my pitches. Let me do, you know, let me make sure that I'm getting where, feel where my grip is and, you know, all that fun stuff and just get, just get back on the horse.
2: I think uh, I was expecting a brave. I think the, you know, <clears throat> you spoke about them being surprised Montero came out and why did mm-hmm. you bring him out in this situation? I think they both believed that Abreu was going to come out for another inning. I think oh, that's I, why they were surprised.
1: Oh, I totally thought Abreu was going to close it out, especially since it was so since it, it, you know the that the game was so out of hand that I I didn't I was not thinking that they were going to use another arm considering that we're going to Atlanta and I assume that we're going to need need some pitching depth. <laughs>
2: It seems like it's more important to have Montero ready to go for Atlanta, right? Than have Abreu. Yeah. Even though Abreu's been good, but he kind of comes in in not high leverage situations, so maybe that's why.
1: Abreu always makes me a little bit nervous. I don't have a thousand percent confidence in Abreu. I have maybe like seven hundred percent confidence in Abreu. (laughs) Uh, Abreu always makes me just a little bit nervous. I know he's got you know, that, that, that wipe out uh, slider, but I'm always, I'm always a little bit leery of, of him when he, when he comes in. And I just, I just chant silently, throw strikes, throw strikes, throw strikes, please be in the zone, please be in the zone, or be at least really close to the zone so that they'll swing. And then but he has he been
2: lately. I'll give him that.
1: He has been lately. He has been lately. Not he's just looking, yesterday. Not just He's looking yesterday. more like yes. 2019 Brian and you, versus 2020 (laughs) trying to pray you so um hopefully hopefully that continues and he he does realize that you know he's got he's got the high leverage stuff that that can bigly hitters out but yeah he just he always just makes me just a little bit nervous he has the potential
2: to be one of the best guys in the bullpen i think so and he's still young
1: yes And and he's he's massive he's like what six Four, six, five, or something? I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up.
2: So the Astros scored 21 runs on 25 hits. So much offense, you can't even talk about it. Vasquez, four for six with two RBIs. Chaz, three for six. Bregman, four for six. He had six RBIs. Tucker, four for six. It's crazy how many people had four hits. Yuling went three for five only has 33 doubles. He started in the American League with doubles.
1: I'm very excited about that. I'm Ast- very excited about that.
2: Astros are this is this is a crazy number. 14 of 19 with runners in scoring position. They left 7 on base. That's some offense <laughs> that, right there.
1: That is some offense. We're not going to talk about the other the other numbers from the other games. We won't talk about how many we left on base there, but we will just talk about this game. Yeah. So it's
2: pretty cool. We did our first episode. We didn't win either game, and now now we've won both. So hopefully we sound a little more happy, folks. So anyway, in the standings, the Astros are seventy-seven and forty-three, seven and three in their last ten, and that's with losing the two first the first two games of the series. Seattle's 11 and a half buying. That doesn't seem like that's changed at all. Texas 23 behind, the Angels 25 behind, and the Oakland A's 33 and a half behind. So, are you ready? Do you have your position player, your pitcher, and your Coach Rose Award? I do. All right, do. let's start with pitcher. Who do you have?
1: I have Fromber Valdez. Because who, again, who wouldn't pick Fromber Valdez? Well, I mean me it's differently we picked two different, <laughs> different ones so that's okay but I, I wanted to give a little bit of you know a little bit uh a different vibe so but i mean 20 quality starts he's up there with justin talking about a.l Cy Young, possibly i mean it's oh yeah justin and then dylan cease and then fromber has gotten his name into the mix so
2: he really should yeah But I'm going, I mean, I'm not basing this on anything that's happened before, anything that's going to happen, no records. Jose Urquidy, seven and two-thirds innings, six hits and one run. It was an amazing outing. He should have pitched eight innings and had zero runs, but Dusty took him out.
1: Exactly. Urquidy shoved as well. Yes.
2: All right. Position player, who do you have for that?
1: I have my boy, Kyle Tucker. Ooh, Kyle why, Tucker. Why'd
2: you pick Kyle Tucker?
1: One because I love Kyle Tucker.
2: Okay, so does my wife. Two, <laughs> two,
1: That's two because... the things you have in common. <laughs> <laughs> and I have loved Kyle Tucker from from the very beginning, and so I've been a I've been a Kyle Tucker fan since since the very beginning when everybody was like Trey Tucker, Trey Tucker. I was like, why are you gonna Trey Tucker? Just he's getting his feet under him. Just slow your roll. But I mean, four four out of six hits, and the fact that he has just been on fire since cleveland since he got sick or you know food poisoning or whatever it was
2: yeah he sure has
1: he had a, he had a little bit of a a little bit of a break and i think that little bit of a break did him wonders because he has been absolutely on fire and this this game just showed it 1000%
2: i think last series tom gave him the coach rose award For the uh, overachiever and the overachiever the coach rose award is someone that exceeded your expectations that's what that is but my position player is alex bregman he had eight rbis this series a couple of home runs alex bregman that's my player of the series i think he was i think he was i think he was the player of the series for both of us last series so just like kyle tucker coming back from the sickness alex bregman had a baby, and he is good now. He's really, really good, so and, the- and
1: can we just can we just briefly touch on the fact that we have apparently gotten into the entire league's head, and apparently that Alex Bergman is now a mind reader and can, I don't know, some somehow hack into pitch calm and the <laughs> intentional box and yeah. then the quote unquote, stealing third so that. It was not another intentional balk. I mean, any apparently any time that Alex Bregman is on second, they're just they're just gonna give him third.
2: There was a story about that, and I didn't read it, but it's like read why teams are you know purposely balking to get Alex Bregman off the second base. But I didn't read it because I don't really care.
1: <laughs> well, it's 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 a little if- it's a little crazy. It it makes me it makes me giggle, and it makes me um do that kind of evil ha, 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 laugh
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: because how, how i all right that's cool that i don't i don't understand it but if you're going to give us a base do it let's go that's and, what i'm saying i'll take and it. it's two i mean two different teams have done it now yeah and then it and you could tell lucas giolito was not happy about being in the wind up that long to give him third
2: i don't get it pitch calm.
1: Like that's the entire reason pitchcom was was implemented, right? So that this couldn't happen. So I was really trying to figure out what exactly Alex Bregman was somehow, I don't know, giving Kyle Tucker. was it was it the pitch? Was it the grip? Like, did he see the grip before? I don't know. I'm like, all right. well, cool,
2: all right. So who's your coach Rose winner?
1: My coach Rose. Award goes to Chazzy Fizz, Chaz McCormick.
2: That is a good pick. That's
1: I think he pick. I think he is playing his way into everyday center fielder. He should be. Cause how how do you how do you hit a three-run blast opposite field as a as a right-handed hitter? Like that just I love it. I love I love his. His opposite field strength on all, all of these home runs. And I really, really hope that that Chaz gets more playing time.
2: I agree with you. But my Coach Rose winner went four for six today with two or yesterday with two <laughs> RBIs. And that's Christian Vasquez. Yes. I didn't expect him to go four for six. No. I'll take it. Love the guy. I think I think when he played for the Red Sox, I kind of just it's kind of weird. There's people, it's kind of like the people that, you know, play for the Astros They and they hate them and they go to another team and all of a sudden they love them. But there's players on other teams, you're like, I just don't like that guy just because the way he looks. <laughs> and I, I remember that. Vasquez yeah. for the Red Sox. That's kind of how I felt, but he's got that uniform on. I love the guy now. Coach oh, Rose yeah. winner, Christian Vasquez. And he only played one game. Mm-hmm. You could give him the player of the series just based on the, you know, on one game, but so many, so much offense, so much offense. All right, so the schedule coming up: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We are at the Atlanta Braves, who are seventy-three and forty-seven. We got McCullers tonight against Wright, who is fourteen and five with the three-eleven ERA. Javier pitches Saturday against Strider, who's seven and four, and then Jose Architi on Sunday will take on Charlie. Morton, and it was funny when blummer said i hope it ain't charlie f morton right just regular old charlie morton cm yeah not cfm
1: let's hope let's hope i was really i was keeping my eye on this this last braves Mets series to see how how well that would stack up and the fact that they took three from three of the the games from the mets just it, it makes me it makes me a little bit more nervous than i was before so all right. fingers crossed yeah. fingers crossed
2: charlie morton is actually out of the three pitchers he has the worst record and the worst era mm-hmm. but yeah, i love charlie morton i wish we would never lost him but are you ready for some fair fouls let's do it all right we got five all new fair fouls for you right after this All right, number one, Phil Maton will be on the playoff roster.
1: Fair Oh, I I, I, I think, I think it's gonna be fair. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm just gonna speak it into existence. Though I need, I need Phil Maton of last season, the the Ice Man, to come back, and apparently. Apparently, when you get married in the off season, that's that that affects your your playing quality. I don't know. I don't know. I was trying to think of what what changed in between last season and this season, and the only thing that I can put my finger on is the fact that he got married. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I'm speaking it into existence, Phil Maton. I I think it's fair. I think you will be on the playoff roster, and you will you will be the Ice Man of of last season.
2: I think last year when they traded for him, he didn't do good. And then when he went to playoffs, that's when he became good. So I believe just based on that, the Astros be like, all right, well, let's see what you have. But you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Because the September, the rosters will expand and some other people, they'll come up and they'll make their case that they should be on there. But you got Maton who has experience. And I, I truly believe... Even if he's not doing very well this year, I think they're still going to go with him based on his history and experience in the playoffs. Number two, Alex Bregman will lead the Astros and RBIs at the end of the season. Tucker has 80, Jordan has 77, and Alex Bregman has 72. He's only eight behind.
1: Oh, let's... Oh, well, I think that Alex Bregman will lead in RBIs. I don't know if he'll lead in RBIs. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be up there, and it's going to be a tight race between him and him and Tucker. Ah, uh, but he's he's got that that Big Dad energy now. He's got that. I know. So I will.
2: This is something I thought Jordan would just run away with. I, and, I and he's getting a little cold right now.
1: I think Jordan's hamate bone is not happy with him, so. Mm. I'm gonna say I'm going to say fair.
2: You think and he's I, gonna pass Docker?
1: I'm speaking it in, into existence.
2: Oh, okay, I, I say fair too.
1: <laughs> I'm speaking it into existence. I mean, because... if, you,
2: if you look at it, he's eight behind him, but he came out of nowhere. Yeah, he was always third in RBIs. If you look at, you know, who's fourth? He's second. He's he's third with 72. Altuve is fourth, and he only has 43. So this is like three guys driving in all the runs.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm hoping that it 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 will be so close that it, that everybody will just have all of the RBIs that we can just say, well, yeah, yeah.
2: Right now, the way it looks, I think Bregman's going to catch him, just based on the the output after having a baby. I really, I really do. So number three, you said you were playing some fantasy baseball. Let's go. And somebody asked me today if I wanted to play in their league for $100 and I said no because there's always somebody that messes it up by making stupid trades or something fair or foul fantasy football
1: foul for fantasy football but fair for fantasy baseball
2: <laughs> fantasy baseball is kind of hard to keep up with
1: I I'm 1000% all in on fantasy baseball I'm and I'm so all in on fantasy baseball that I am a part of two different leagues, nice. one that I'm commissioner of. And so I, I'm obsessed with fantasy baseball and I'm, I'm apparently just so obsessed with baseball in and of itself that because I, I have the fantasy baseball, I keep up with all of the teams because of the various guys that are exactly. on the roster. Yep. And so uh, I came to this realization that our, our leagues are done through Yahoo. And so you would think that at midnight, it would change, that you could change your roster. It does not. I, and I found this out because I was awake at 2 a.m. and just happened to check my phone and was like, oh, I should probably check my, or do my roster now before I forget. And magically at 2 a.m., that's when you are allowed to change your roster for the new day. There you go. So fantasy football is, is definitely, definitely foul. But fantasy baseball, definitely, definitely fair.
2: I played You don't fantasy. play for money
1: or anything though, so
2: I played fantasy football for years. When we first started, the very first fantasy football, it was in a magazine and you you they have a list of all the players and you check the players that you want and then you gotta mail it in. And then the first year I played, we had to get the stats from the newspaper because there, you know, nobody had a computer. Nobody had internet. Right. And then after a while, after like seven, eight years, however long I did it, it started turning into a job. It's like, this is just, I'm so tired of this. It's too much. And then these guys play for money. And the last year I played, there was some guy that didn't know what he was doing and somebody took advantage of him. You know, if you mess up the whole league when you do that, but I just don't want to do it. I would yeah. rather play fantasy baseball. But I did play fantasy baseball a couple of years ago, and that's when I learned a lot of guys' names. But now I don't know anybody. I just know <laughs> the Astros. All right, number four, top golf.
1: Is that the entire question?
2: <laughs> yeah, if you like top golf, air or foul top golf. I say I'll, I'll go first. I say foul. I like hitting golf balls. I'm good at hitting golf balls, but f- I mean, I guess it's, if you want to go hit golf balls and drink, just go to the driving range. But whatever we were doing with whoever I was with, it was, it was, I think there was like a wedding shower and all the guys went to Golf, and I destroyed them. It was way too easy. It was boring.
1: Um, I will say fair just because I don't have any athletic ability and the fact that it is 1000% too hard for me to hit a a golf ball in any sort of direction in, in any sort of capacity. So we actually went a couple of different times for my birthday, actually, just because it was a big group activity that we could do something and drink.
2: There you go. And anything and drinking is fun.
1: So I could, while I was waiting for the people who actually knew how to, how to, you know, drive the ball, I could dance and just have a good time. And then, you know, my husband would holler at me that it was my turn. And then I would go up there and try and hit a golf ball and then just be super happy that the, I held on to the club. So.
2: Yeah. Hit it in that 40 foot wide hole.
1: Yeah. No, I, I I could not. And my husband's like, how are you this bad at it? Well, I it's, it's a gift really.
2: So I don't know how it works out, but I saw this on, online this morning someone had posted it and it was a, it's coming soon to Katie. It's called Home Run Dugout and it's sort of like the baseball version of top golf. That sounds pretty awesome.
1: That does sound awesome. I would 1000% do that just to get the laughs. I would 1001. Just to get the laughs of of trying to see me hit a ball.
2: There's like my- a, I don't know if you really hit a ball. I I there's like a screen in front of you.
1: Oh, so I wonder if it's a VR thing.
2: You might hit a ball. I have no idea. I don't know how it works, but I just saw the screen and you hit a ball and it tells you how far it went. Hmm. I don't know, but it looks cool. Remind remind
1: me to tell you a story after after we get done recording about the time that I played in a a rec softball league.
2: All right. Before we do that, let's go to number five. Since you're married, I, I thought I'd get your opinion on this upgrading the diamond in your engagement ring cuz a lot of people, you know, when they first start out, they don't have big bucks to buy a fancy ring and then some girls, you know, they want to upgrade. Give me a bigger diamond. We make more money now. Let's go. Fair or foul.
1: So this is one 100% just a personal choice for me. So I'm going to say foul, but I realize that I am in the 1% category of women who don't wear jewelry and who who they don't care about jewelry. I have a beautiful wedding ring that I actually don't wear because I literally don't wear any jewelry whatsoever. In my day job, I'm a photographer and so I'm on the computer a lot editing and I don't like anything on my on my hands when I edit and I don't like when I get it caught like my ring on caught on things. Mm-hmm. And so I don't I don't wear my wedding ring ever at all. And so the fact that you want me to upgrade something that I don't wear just is just ridiculous. So I would much rather put that money towards something that I, you know would would actually use and like, like more camera gear or or, you know, playoff tickets, or
2: Well, let me tell you why I think it's foul. You propose to somebody with a ring. And if you upgrade it, they're not wearing the ring you proposed to them with. It's just a piece of jewelry now. So I say foul. I think you should wear the one. I mean, cause that's the ring that the person asked you to marry them with. That's the only reason I think you shouldn't do it. Cause it's not the real ring. It's the real ring, I guess, but they're not, it's not the real diamond, but it's not the ring the guy bought you. It's not the
1: well. See, I the have ring the I guy have loves that, you.
2: The guy loves you, and he wants to buy your ring, and you go upgrade it. No, 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 no.
1: Well, I have friends that have that have basically taken that that ring, that the engagement ring or whatnot, and then just taken that stone and put it into a new ring with you know other things. I don't know. I don't. I don't do jewelry again. So, but yeah. apparently they they put that in a new setting and then add more diamonds to it or something. I don't know. So anytime, anytime my friends talk about jewelry, they just they exclude me in the conversation because yeah. they know my eyes glaze over.
2: <laughs> I don't wear jewelry either. I don't wear gold chains or anything like that. I wear an Apple Watch and my wedding ring, and that's it. No I, ear, no I, piercings, no tattoos, nothing. I'm pretty boring.
1: I just now started wearing an Apple Watch just so that I could have a timer on my wrist to remind me to drink water. It's a very expensive uh, reminder.
2: There's plenty of people that said, I don't need an Apple watch. And when you get used to it, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Someone texts you, you can respond to them without getting your phone out. It's pretty nice. I like it. And if you're not able to watch the game, you get updates. That's how I get them at work. So this is true. When I have, I'm at work, I know everything that's going on. So I love my Apple watch. Love it. Love it. Love it. But anyway, that's it. We're done. We, We won two games out of four, we both semi predicted it
1: that <laughs> we split the series.
2: It was a little scary on Wednesday, but like I said, we got that sweet double play. If if that wouldn't happen, we probably wouldn't wouldn't have won that, but
1: I'm just glad that the White Sox finally changed their uniforms. What they wear? They they wore the black pinstripe shirt. No, I think it's a solid black shirt and then white white pinstripe pants. Yeah but the first first three games they wore their um South side
2: oh they did mm-hmm. boo <laughs> all right anyway we're not out of time so Susie thank you Tom will be back on Sunday he's over there playing in a bowling tournament apparently he's good but anyway Susie appreciate it and we all appreciate you guys tuning in to this episode of Astro's baseball see you next time